This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. Hi, and welcome to episode four of Achieving Maximum Effectiveness. Today, we are going to talk about motivation and how to motivate and influence others. Uh, next few minutes, I'm going to give you some great tips on that. So stick around. I think you'll really enjoy it. A Kangaroo Fern Production. Hi, and welcome to motivation and influencing others. I'm Paul from Personal Best and I'm just going to spend the next few minutes talking about some really powerful things you can do to make you very motivational and motivate teammates, peers, colleagues, whomever. They're things that I've certainly found have worked in my business, in my working career and have worked for my clients really, really well. So I'm going to give you four tips today and let's just start with the first one which is more of an understanding than something that you have to do. This is the understanding you need to have. When it comes to motivation, what motivates you does not necessarily motivate other people. So I'll say that again. What motivates you does not necessarily motivate other people. The reason I say this is I see often people are trying to motivate their team or or get them to do things and they become quite frustrated when they in a very well-meaning way very well-intentioned will provide xyz for them as a motivator and they then become frustrated and annoyed when that motivator doesn't have the desired result so the people don't seem motivated or don't their behavior doesn't change or they don't do things differently why does that happen quite simply because of what i said before What motivates you does not necessarily motivate other people. That brings me on to my second top tip. So how do I know what motivates other people? What do you reckon? You ask them. Find out what motivates other people. So I put that second point under the heading of know your team. The more you know your team, the more you're going to be able to motivate them. For example, you might think, giving someone a bottle of scotch would be a lovely gift. And I can tell you personally, if you wanted to give me a bottle of scotch, I'd have no problems accepting it at all. That'd be fantastic. But that person might not drink. Therefore, it's not seen as a motivator. In fact, that bottle of scotch could be a demotivator because what's the message you're sending to that person? The message you're sending is, I don't know you very well. I haven't taken the time to care enough to know what you actually like and don't like. So that's why it's really important to get to know your team and the people you want to motivate. How do you get to know them? Spend time with them, ask them questions. It's a topic for a different time, but spending regular time one-on-one with your team members is a great way to get to know them, know what they like, know what they dislike, understand their working preferences, and importantly, understand what will push their go buttons in terms of motivation. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Third top tip, another real easy one. Apply.
apply motivational rewards quickly as possible after the event. So here's what I mean. Let's say you want me to make 20 phone calls to prospects today. And you already know me pretty well and you say, Paul, if you can get through 20 today, uh, I'll let you come in an hour late for work tomorrow. You can sleep in. And you know that's something that I actually value. I'd love to have a, you know, have a sleep in tomorrow morning and come in and work an hour later. So that's all good. Here's the mistake I often see made. So I make my 20 calls. I'm excited. You're excited because I've done what you asked me to do. But that extra hour coming in late you can't actually give it to me tomorrow and you can't give it to me any day next week and you can't give it to me any day next month because it just, just doesn't suit the business. By the time you give it to me, it's lost a lot of its motivational impact. Now the problem that here is while I'm waiting two months or three months to get that reward you promised me, in the meantime when you're asking me to do other things, your credibility as someone who's going to deliver on what you promised gets reduced. So that motivational factor, whilst I'll still probably get the hour off and I'll still probably appreciate it at some point, it's lost its ability to motivate my, motivate my behavior today. This is why, like, if you look at a lot of large companies, and you know, I have a background in banking and finance, and banking and finance, you know, it's a very bonus-focused environment for a lot of employees. The reason I've always thought, well, people love getting bonuses, don't get me wrong, but the reason I've always thought bonuses aren't the best motivators is because they happen you know, often on a quarterly or an annual or a half-yearly basis. So there's no way to pin that motivator to the actual behavior that caused the motivator to happen. Do you know what the most powerful motivator you can give? If you're someone's boss, the most powerful motivator you can give someone is to say, thank you, well done, I really appreciate you what you've done today. It's pretty cheap, doesn't cost you any time, but... People actually appreciate the fact that they've been acknowledged or if you've asked them to do something that you, you know, that you can thank them for. Now, I'm not saying that's the only thing you do, but because you can apply that immediately after the event, it's very, very powerful. So again, to summarize that third point, make your reward, your motivating reward, A, do what you say you're gonna do, but make sure it happens as soon as possible after the event that you want it to happen. Fourth one, create an environment where it's easy to motivate people. Create an environment where it's easy to motivate people. What does that mean? What it means is, again, I'll talk about the bonuses. That's a difficult environment to create and it's got a long tail. I'm not saying bonuses are bad things at all, but what's an environment that you can create where you work that will make it easy to motivate people? I mentioned one already. I spend regular time with my team members. What I do, by doing that, so let's say weekly, I spend half an hour, 15 minutes, one-on-one -on -one with every person in my team, if you can do it. That gives me an opportunity to motivate them. Also gives me an opportunity to do a lot of other wonderful things with them, but it gives me an opportunity to motivate them. Because they're there, we have that time scheduled, and I can talk about some great things they did last week and apply whatever rewards or whatever I have to them. I can also ask them to do other things and let them know what's in it for them if they do that as well. That's an environment where it's easy to motivate people. Here's another example. You have a team meeting, maybe at the start of the week, maybe at the end of the week, maybe the middle of the week, maybe you don't have a team meeting. But if you do, you create a space in that team meeting where people can give each other peer recognition. They can motivate each other. Peer recognition is often, not always, depends on your people, but it's often a huge motivator. People sometimes rate 
what their peers think of them more than what their boss thinks of them. Do you create an environment where peer recognition could happen? It might happen organically if you have a really engaged workforce. If it does, that's great. But if not, how can you create an environment where peer recognition will actually occur? Lots of ways you can do that. So four really simple and easy tips for motivation. The first one, remember what motivates you does not motivate others. Find out what motivates them. Point two, know your team. Know the people you want to motivate. How do you get to know them? Ask them, spend time with them. Three, apply any rewards or motivational factors, anything you promised, apply them as soon as possible after the event that the person did that you wanted them to do, or the behavior that you wanted them to change, get the rewards straight away. Fourth one, create an environment where it's easy to motivate people. If it's not easy to motivate them, then yeah, the motivation probably won't happen because we're all busy. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed my tips. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out kangaroofern.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com